0: control right. uh, exactly what people think and that if, is the that is our you, job yeah remember it's illegal to possess uh these stolen documents it's different for the media i
1: was wondering who did that <laughs> thanks ain't nothing to it a baby could do it
0: <laughs> you take the red pill you stay in wonderland
1: and i show you how deep the rabbit hole goes
0: You believe
1: mass murder torture perjury embezzlement, fraud deception
0: treason these are just a few of your many crimes against humanity You will not win
1: this war for you are fighting the very essence of humanity we make this judgment affirmatively and it will be an entire nation. all right so we have I have with you today. Jason Christoph, hello, Jason. How are you?
0: Justine, how are you? Glad I'm, to see you.
1: Yeah, glad to see you too. Um, so I don't know if uh, I think I kind of told you before. This is start with two people and uh, uh, my best friend April, who's also the co-founder Truther Talk. She calls you Super Truther. So I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're I like, like that. 9/11 was an inside job and coffee fries your brain. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's it's a
0: lot deeper than what people think there's a reason we're so stupid and that's great because if you know the reason you can back out of it and that's what i try and teach people is that if you're having a hard time it's not it's most likely not you so it's important to get the truth out there
1: yeah no it's true um but you know i'm reading cherninsky's book right now and uh I've never. I've always knew something was up with the coffee. Like I, I didn't know what, and I've never been a huge coffee drinker, but I just saw like people's, um, like the way that they needed coffee and the way that they were dependent on it. Maybe like something's like you know. I just. I never really. I was always really wary of it anyway. So I feel like when, I Kate, you're the first person I heard talk about coffee and how bad it is for you and then i like have been consuming everything that i can i'm a health coach as well so i focus on like helping people with autoimmune diseases um manage them and and reverse them so um so yeah that's definitely something i'm going to be telling my clients to cut out
0: yeah and sometimes they'll have a hard job a hard time which yeah. is why the self sabotage coaching is there and for your listeners uh, the book you're alluding to is uh a caffeine blues by steven chernisky he yeah, yeah. said in case they want to read it yeah a lot of people won't believe it if they read it but we understand why people don't want to believe it because there's safety in um, the repetitive day the subconscious yeah. loves that you know tomorrow to be like today and so coffee yeah. is part of our rituals and if we interrupt our rituals we can feel unsafe and that's the big driving force behind our behavior sometimes
1: Yes, definitely. And, um, I, I, um, you know, he's well referenced though. Very well referenced.
0: Yeah. I've just basically tell the, the readers, uh, the listeners, if they read this book on coffee, it will sit alone in your library in the nutrition horror section, because it is so scary. (laughs) When I was reading this, I would turn the page and say, no way. And then I turn the next page. I'm like, there's no way. And, and then, but, there's other dots to connect there regarding, you know, why coffee is so cheap. How do they get it from where, where they produce coffee up to Starbucks and in Canada, Tim Hortons and, you know, government subsidizing these, uh, these franchises. This is a very well-run war because it's disguised as capitalism and it surrounds people. Everything is poisonous to their, to their health, but also to their brain function. And because they're so dumbed down with these chemicals, they have a real hard time understanding that they are they are at war. They don't understand that McDonald's is a weapon of war. Yeah. Uh, the Burger King is a weapon of war. Starbucks is a weapon of war. And those weapons of war have covertly been destroying them over so many decades that have, yeah. have them in this position where they're mentally and physically incapacitated.
1: There's, you know, I don't remember which comedian you might know. It's either Bill Hicks or George Carlin, but they were talking about how the, you know, the higher ups basically have you wired on caffeine Monday through Friday, and then they get you on alcohol Friday night through like Saturday, right, or on the weekends.
0: Yeah, that's what's going on.
1: You know. So let me back up, because I want to I want to start with your story when one of um question that we've usually asked our guests in one form or another is, um, you know, well, first, I want to know, were you always rebellious, or, or a truth seeker? And what was your defining moment when you realized the world wasn't the way you thought it was? I don't know if I
0: was a rebel without a cause, or I was, a, I was a rebel without a clue. I, I think that's where it started. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like everybody else. I didn't know anything was wrong. But I was not fed well as a child.
1: Mm. I was
0: weak. I had headaches. I was tired all the time. Um, I didn't grow well because I was malnourished. Mm. And, you know, I was in pain. I was in physical pain, mental pain, spiritual pain. And, and I was just like everybody else. I mean, if you are in pain, you will become addicted to painkillers. So I needed, I lived in this cabal mm. corporation society. And I, and it will always cause pain in your life lies cause pain, right? Truth causes pleasure and lies cause pain. And so I had lots of pain. I was living lots of lies. And the other lie I threw in on top of the other, the other lies is that instead of dealing with my pain, I'd avoid it and and start Mm -hmm. moving toward the painkillers, cocaine, alcohol, steroids.
1: Oh, cocaine. Damn. Yeah, so whatever <laughs> oh,
0: LSD, psilocybin mushrooms. I never really liked marijuana. It was like I would consider that the worst drug I've ever done, but whatever would dull my pain. And then I rely on female partners to dull my pain. Everybody had to prop me up. Yeah. I wasn't really into taking care of the root cause of the problem. So I became like everybody else. I was chasing that North American dream, like running east looking for a sunset rearranging, rearranging the furniture on the deck of the Titanic. And I, I was almost dead by the age of 29, because I wasn't dealing with the root cause of any of my pain. And I was polluting myself to tranquilize myself to this very fatalistic world that we live in, I would never face that I didn't have the courage to face it. So at 29 years old, I was literally almost dead. And I called a Czech practitioner this is a high end health professional that's certified by Paul Czech out of the Czech Institute in Vista, California, and she came down knowing, yes, I was sick. But also knowing he's infected with the North American mind viruses of the day, he thinks he'll be happy with a nine-to-five job for the rest of the, his his life. He thinks wine is healthy in moderation. He thinks doctors yeah. are there to make him healthy. And then I was living out all of those lies. So she, yeah, she knew I was sick, but she knew she knew that I had psychic, uh, I had what's called mind viruses—things that were yeah. illogical and irrational. Beliefs that were inverted running in my, you know, behavioral neurological system, and if I acted out those lies as truth, I would only get more pain. So she started to take my, away my pain holistically, hmm. and then after after that, she started to, she knew how to reprogram the psychic system, so I could unconsciously live out the truth as as uh, efficiently as i was living out the line she just it's like a machine the subconscious mind is a machine it will always live out um mm. whatever uh, repetitive ideas you drive in there it will be unconscious so she started to load up the subconscious mind pathway with positive truths and if i would live mm. them out unconsciously my life would be get better and my life did get better and i teach that brainwashing technique now uh, in a school, I have an international self sabotage coaching school where I teach positive brainwashing uh, that I investigated after that Czech practitioner literally saved my life.
1: Wow, you know um so you, I, this is my next question. do you run an international uh, coaching school so um on how to over overcome self sabotage so what um what ways would you self sabotage yourself? like you said you were pain and all this stuff but what what like could you give me some examples? And and what made you want to specifically focus on teaching self-sabotage?
0: Well, I was a self-sabotage coach one-on-one. And I was so like, after I learned all this, like how did I self-sabotage? Self-sabotage is just doing the same stuff over and over again, even though you get negative results. And you don't That's know insanity. Why. Yeah, it's kind of insanity, but a lot of people do it. It comes in various stages. Like if a person joins a fitness club, in January for a New Year's resolution never goes goes the next year quits you know goes the very next year on the anniversary of the sign-up date cancels that gym goes to another gym and repeats the cycle that's self-sabotage if they buy a treadmill yeah. or a piece of home equipment that they use they leave in the basement and they use it as a very expensive clothing rack, and they never <laughs> use it. Like 95% yeah. of home exercise purchases are never even taken out of the box. Mm. Right.
1: Yeah, it's true. So it's true.
0: this is this is self-sabotage. So self-sabotage is a fear of getting what you want because you're not used to it. The way the way our behavior works as humans is we cherish the predictable day. So if someone was poor their entire life, and then you give them a million dollars, it terrifies the neurological system, because it's going to give you a different day than the day before. The way that our subconscious mind pro, um, the way our subconscious mind is designed, it will always chase this, the predictability of the day you had, you know, in the past, the week before, the month before. And if you have a different day, and that's why millionaires, when they when people win the lotto, I think they said about not, um, 90, 90% of yeah. lotto winners are bankrupt, bankrupt within yeah. three to five years, depending, regardless yeah. of how big the jackpot they won. So that's simply because they were so used to being poor, being rich scared them. And yeah, if you it- got rid of the money, everything felt back to normal. Like they're more comfortable being poor then they are changing their views of what to expect the next day.
1: And these same patterns seem to play out too in relationships where you've um, where you you know you see a lot of people kind of playing out their un uh, incompleted, uh, patterns that their, that their parents had right in relationships where they keep getting into damaging relationships after da- damaging relationships as well. So it just seems like, um, Oh, do you want to comment on that? Sorry. Yeah.
0: Well, the, some of the relationship patterns I see as a coach is there, there's a lot of say affairs. When I find a woman having an affair with a married man, I will find that their father was also absent in their childhood. So they got so used to the repetitive pattern of the father never being there to contact in a meaningful way that the only relationship they'll they'll pursue in their adulthood is a similar relationship with a married man because it mimics the lack of uh, presence that they experienced in childhood when their father wasn't there. Things like that, these patterns. I remember another lady she lived with her father for for a very long time until she was about 35, and she would stay in the house and she would do what girls do is the male figure in the house was the dad, and then she would date and then bring, bring the men home, and the father would pay for everything, and then when she got married, the actual husband took the spot of the father Hmm. And the woman kept going and dating. She couldn't break the pattern. Hmm. Any any male that was in the house represented the father. And then she just kept executing the pattern of dating while the father took care of the house, took care of the expenses, but she was married. So obviously there's some problems that erupted and I had to deal with that couple and really reprogram the wife. To make sure that her neurological system broke that pattern and recognized the husband as a partner and not as the father figure.
1: Wow, that's so fascinating. Human beings are amazing, they're so fascinating. And it's like these, you know, the elite or the whoever you the controllers, upper. Satanists, whoever what do you want to call them? They I, I love you because you're straight up like Satanists. I'm like, yes, we're seeing the same things, you know? But they um they definitely have figured us out. And I find it interesting. Like if you look at like the Milgram experiment or like the Ash experiment, you know, they like put these up like, oh, we're like, we're like um, we're like looking into the human psyche, and isn't that cool? But it's like they're basically it's like PR for the stuff that they're gonna do to us later you know <laughs> it's just like they go on
0: yeah there was there's more experiments in this field of what humans do under stress than there's ever been experiments in any other sector of science that it's it baffles the mind how many psychology experiments have been yeah. organized to figure out just it's called behavior modification it's about wanting to change the test subject which is the human but instead of forcing the human to do what you want to do, you modify the environment to trick the human to do what you want to do without physically putting hands on the on the human. And yeah. this is why to, it's, it's so safe legally as well. Like if if I wanted you to do something where I could be charged criminally for putting my hands on you and forcing you to do that. If I could figure out a way to make you do it anyway, without yeah. me putting hands on you, yeah. not only can I get my goal accomplished, you can if you hurt yourself or yeah. in, in, inconvenience yourself, you have no uh, li- legal avenue to punish me for doing the tricking. So it's very, it, very uh, advantageous for me to figure out how to mind control you.
1: It's like, you know, it's a really good, have you ever seen the Karate Kid? Oh, of course, you know, yes. that, that scene where, where the sensei is going to like he Mr. Miyagi, he's going to beat him up and then he like punches, he punches him and he just moves out the way and he punches the car window and he moves with the other and he punches the other car window and he, he basically got him to hurt himself without even putting a hand on him, you know, it's kind of it's kind of like that. Yeah
0: it's it's the exact same thing. I remember I used to live in a rough neighborhood in St. John's Newfoundland, Canada. And the big joke uh, amongst the people that used to bully us, they take our hand and hit us hit with us it. with their own hand <laughs> and they'd say stop hitting yourself, stop hitting yourself. And yeah. that's what's really happening today with most people is that they're hitting themselves and they think it's someone else, but it's actually yeah. them they're you know, But they've been up.
1: They may manipulate it into doing it. You Absolutely, know, by these it.
0: by these people. Yeah, you just slowed that down a bit, uh, Verstein. Uh,
1: okay. You're you're fine now.
0: <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, yeah. They're getting tricked into do it by these very. They're very simple mind control techniques that anybody yeah. can really implement, and that's what I do in the self sabotage coaching school. I expose the brainwashing techniques, and just tell them these techniques can be good or bad. It just depends if you're a white magician or a black magician. So I mm-hmm. said, just brainwash yourself.
1: Yes, exactly. You have to rebrainwash. Um, You know, do you get any resistance? Cause I, I, like I said, I love the fact that you're just like straight up these people are Satanists. How did you come to that conclusion? Because it took me a while. Like my entry point was, was understanding vaccines and how dangerous they were and then figuring out that, how, how grandiose the lie is and what a religion it's become and then figuring out, well, if they can do that with vaccines then they can probably do it with other stuff, you know, um, and then, you know, just the research and finding this connection to that connection. I'm like, oh, you further down, you go the rabbit hole. You realize it's not just about money, you know? Yeah, it looks
0: like it might look like it's about money, but how I realized they were sort of darker entities is you, everything they do is anti-life. Anti love, yes. anti children, anti parents. So there are things you need to sustain life on the planet. Whoever we're dealing with, I think it's a force that could sort of occupy humans.
1: Mm. It's
0: more like Avatar, the movie Avatar. So the yeah. guy in the wheelchair, uh, for him to infiltrate the blue skin people called the Navi, they had to put the wheelchair guy's psyche into the Navi body and then infiltrate the Navi, right? And so I think we're dealing with a force, but it is anti-life. It doesn't like mm-hmm. living things. And you yeah. can see, yeah, you can kind of see it. I mean, even like the animals,
1: T- terraforming, yeah. look at like the blue mask, the, the microplastics in the blue mask are like killing, they're worse than the straws, you know?
0: Everything they do. <laughs> Every, yeah. But the thing is, that's why it's good to talk to someone like me who, usually takes a bigger picture perspective because you can focus on the masks or you could focus on circumcision and you could go down the rabbit hole or you could focus on like CO2 levels. And I think right now they are uh, 400 parts per million CO2. If it gets down to 200 parts per million, the greenery starts to die. The plants start to die and optimal CO2 levels are actually 1200 and we're only at 400. So what are the common strings that connect all these ideas. I mean, even our primary religion is about a man nailed to lumber and killed. Right. So people, if you look just at one incident, they're like, oh, these are separate. And I'm like, no, they're not separate. (laughs) Everything's about like, if you find if they find the living water, they add fluoride and chlorine to it. Uh, If they find living milk, they pasteurize it if they find a healthy human they convince them that they're sick uh, based on false testing and then give them medication that makes them more ill and if you look at the general you know foundation that connects all these premises it's it's a death cult it, they're they're yeah. obsessed with death anything that is alive they have to kill it they have yeah. to they have to make it sick they animals to,
1: plants humans all of it you're right everything
0: you're right. And, you yeah. know the sun gives life Uh, to us. I mean, I sunbathe all the time out here in Mexico. It makes me feel absolutely fantastic. And this death cult, or, you know, whether it's an evil force possessing humans, I don't know, but there's something dark about it. Because I mean, the word evil is live spelled backwards. The word Mm -hmm. devil is lived spelled backwards. And our ancient ancestors are always trying to give us hints that anything that's sort of anti life, or anything that goes against living is evil or the devil. And that's a big message. And anyway, going in the sun, we would get power and they cover us in this toxic sunblock the sunblock alone causes cancer Mm -hmm. not not getting not getting the sun disempowers on another level And you can see what they're trying to do right now is make this prison system where poisoning is mandatory where they can poison at will they can kill at will like in china they have the zero covid policy and where is this uh, interview going? Is it going on YouTube, or could we? Speak um, freely? no,
1: yeah, you can say whatever you want. No, I they took my channel down. We're, we're, um, it's fine. Say whatever you want. I don't censor people. I'll yes. Either I'll do clips probably for YouTube and then put this up somewhere else. So yeah, say whatever so, you want.
0: So you got the zero COVID policy, and what they're doing because this evil force really knows how to possess the right people always goes for the rich and powerful people it doesn't seem to matter who you put in power they seem to turn evil all of a sudden and we got to yeah. really investigate that that yeah. you know we might be missing what's really obvious here is that there's something might be infiltrating the souls of yeah. these of these human meat bags. but <laughs> basically you have this zero COVID agenda in china and there's you're not allowed to leave your house. So people are literally starving to death in their house. They're not allowed yeah. out for water. They're not allowed out for food. And then if they, if they go out, if they finally, because the human behavioral system can get very crazy uh, under extreme stress. So they've gone out, tried to run to the grocery store and are shot or beaten to death. And who like
1: because they care. They care so much about those people. They don't want them getting COVID. Yeah. And this you COVID, see? yeah, this COVID
0: <laughs> situation, if you follow the work, the you know, the truth is very simple. There is no COVID. It's never been isolated, and there are no viruses. The the viruses we've been taught to believe in have never existed either. They're just a very yeah. good disguise because the only thing that makes us sick are poisons.
1: Yes. So, yes.
0: It's very important, so people understand that the only reason the virus, you know, this theory of virus-based disease exists, is so there can be an, an invisible out, and say you are sick because something you can't see, yeah. while well, the yeah. whole time you're over here, you got the visible tequila, visible yeah. Doritos, visible baby, the aspirin.
1: chemtrails, the everything yeah. in, so- in the in the cosmetics. You know, it becomes force majeure, right, an act of God. You can't sue companies. You can't go after anybody. It's like this, right?
0: Yeah. Just so that people know why the virus theory is in play is so that you focus on an invisible pathogen instead of the very visible poisons that the government has approved. That's not really the government. They've approved it for you. And then they know it's going to make you sick and they have to have a backup story to explain why you're so ill.
1: Not only that, it's like just with the drugs, like with the AIDS, right? You convince people that HIV exists and then you play on the guilt of like gay people, right? Um, and then you get them to poison themselves because deep down subconsciously, they feel like they're, you know, um, they have a lot of guilt. There's a lot of trauma in the gay community anyway. So you play on that trauma. You get them to take this poison that basically liquefies their organs and kill themselves. And then you're like, oh, it's AIDS, right?
0: Yeah, stop hitting yourself. Right. That's yeah, stop hitting yourself. And yeah, you can see they even this force throughout history is notoriously uh, not very creative. And you can see that's why they recycle the HIV brain. Mm -hmm. um, brain It's the same script all the time. HIV, never isolated, never proven to exist.
1: Same thing with polio
0: never, never isolated, (laughs) never proven to exist.
1: Same thing with smallpox. It's like the same thing.
0: But there's always a poisoning. And then there's always an invisible, you know, uh, person that you can outsource invisible entity, you can outsource the blame to. And this is what they want is they want you always believing. And it makes you feel helpless, right? Like if I told you, look, you know, um, the Doritos and tequila is what's making you sick, least you have the ability to 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 stop whether you want to or not. It's another thing. and, And whether you're under mind control and you can stop, it's a different thing. But if I tell you there's something attacking you that you have no ability to control, and then this evil force steps up and says, I have the magic testing tool. I'm the yeah. only one that can see it. It's on your right shoulder. It's on your left shoulder. You become dependent on them. Please yeah. test me. I feel yeah. it's not only on both my shoulders, but it's on my forehead. Yeah. And I think it's all over me. They start scratching at themselves. This is this yeah. is the this is how they can invisibly trick you to give your power away. Yeah. To give your intelligence away, to give your self responsibility away. And it's always this invisible black magic energy exchange, yes. which is a huge part of what's going on, but not a big part of what we're taught in the conventional school system or even like a history channel. <laughs> it's yeah, it's all, totally. all lies as well. Yeah,
1: it, it seems like there's something from my research in their doctrine that like they have to make us do it to ourselves. Like they can't do it and they think it absolves them of like, karma or like losing the battle or something like that right like like they have to they need our permission like a vampire that that enters a house right like the 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 vampire cannot come into the house unless you invite it in so we have to invite this in in some way right
0: absolutely a lot i mean you they don't have the they don't have the manpower to do what they want to us by force. And, yeah. and it's always about tricking. Like if I deliver, if I was in the position of power in government, I got the big purple robe on, and I said, you are gonna take a TV into your house. And I force it in, and I, I monitor it so that you watch three hours of TV a night. Or if I showed up at your house every Friday and poured half a bottle of red wine down your throat, or I deliver coffee to your corner every every morning, Most people would be like, they can't be given this for free and forcing it on me against my will, if it's healthy. So again, the big trick is, you're going to buy the coffee, you're going to invest your time, Mm. you're going to invest your money, you're going to poison yourself, you're going to brainwash yourself, like the TV is a documented military weapon, proven Mm. to change your beliefs and ideas, and your perception of the world. And it could be used to pump you up, but it's not It's used to tear you down the behaviors that humans put out to the world is based on the repetitive content that comes down the retinal nerve. So they know that in order to control the behavior of the human, all you have to control is the repetitive content of what they view. And then they act it out. The saying in Hollywood is what's on the screen in the morning will be on the street in the evening. And there's many examples of that movies changing behavior of the public who watches them.
1: Did you, um, so you talk about, too, like, I, I took your, your self-subjudge course, and you talk about how, like, um, a lot of the, the daily habits that we have, like, drinking, smoking, you know, um, TV, all this, it, it attacks the prefrontal cortex, and that affects our ability to make critical, um, or it, it affects our critical thinking and problem-solving abilities, but do you also think that it leaves us vulnerable to spiritual attack as well?
0: Well, I believe, and you know, there are some researchers who do this. So, say that the, the TV will put you into trance, which is yeah, the, alpha okay. State. That's alpha state. So, yeah. people don't know this, and if they want a, a whole documentary on this, go watch the documentary "Pseudo Pseudoology: The Art of Lying." So, so that you can have scientists explain to you that when you watch TV, you go into trance state, which is the hypnotic state. And that means the prefrontal cortex is off. Now that's a big problem. It's a piece of the brain behind the forehead and it's there for critical thinking and discernment and long-term estimates of where where your behavior is going to take you. And when you put the frontal lobe asleep, the subconscious mind pathway doesn't have the ability to judge what's going in there and our behavior is based on the repetitive content of what we bring in through the eyes. So. The most repetitive content in all Hollywood film is coffee consumption. Either a coffee cup, a coffee mug, a coffee shop, or a coffee machine on the back counter. The second most popular is alcohol. Now you will act out those, that's what they know that the average person has no idea about, Mm -hmm. is that the repetitive content on your screen, you will act it out 100%. So once you start drinking coffee and drinking alcohol, and mimicking and emulating and mirroring the repetitive content that's purposely riddled through the film and the TV shows, then you pollute your body to the point where a lot of people believe your good soul goes out on a tether, which means your communication to the moral God has now mm. been severed.
1: Mm. The
0: meat suits that your body is, is open now for another entity to come in. And this is why people, you you ever go to a bar at one o'clock at night, people are more lewd, they're more forward, they're more sexual. I worked in a bar. (laughs) And they're like, and they, they, they're driving the bodies around, they're getting in fights that destroy the body, they're driving cars, when they're drunk, and they're not. And is that the person like when the person wakes up, they're like, I, you know, I've heard women and men say this, I can't believe I did that last night.
1: Yeah, or some well, people don't even remember. They black out.
0: They do. That's what they say black out, right? Black darkness. Yeah. People have to, even the word spirits, alcohol, think about why do you think they call them spirits? Or why do you think they call yeah. it booze? The first three letters in booze is boo, which means ghost. And people don't yeah. understand any of this stuff where, yeah, I'm telling you absolutely 100% proven. In all annals of science, that your TV can make you do anything, even against your genetic uh, design to live a long, healthy life, no problem. But they they riddle the content purposely with things that are chemically and, in you know, chemically chemical and toxins and poisons. And then it's been shown in ancient sort of scripture that when you're poisoned in any way, you're more open to spiritual possession.
1: Yeah, like that's what the pharmaceutical industry is ultimate form of slavery. I think with all the drugs they have us on and everything, you know, uh, pharmacia, right? It's like a uh, Greek for sorcery. They know, they know what they're doing. Um, I want to ask you, uh, it's interesting. I came across your work right around the same time I start to read um, gerrymanders for arguments for the elimination of television. Um, I'm I'm guessing, are you inspired by his work? or? uh,
0: I've watched some videos. I don't reference his work often. I think I've referenced his work twice because I had some clips that I I really liked that he said. But the TV is the most detrimental uh, technology that has ever been invented because it's actually a documented weapon of war. And the people think it's there to ent- entertain them. <laughs> yeah. And it's there to entrain them. It's not there to inform them. It's there to misinform them. And the average person believes that at all times their behavior is organic onto themselves and sort of taken from the deepest bowels of their intelligence. And the people who organized the Milgram experiment or the Ash uh, experiment know they laugh at us yeah. because they know your, be- your behavior is not organic. Yeah. We, we can make you do anything as long as we can get the right rep- repetitive content into your retinal nerve, you will literally act it out.
1: So why do you think you're different? Why do you think uh, you, uh, you say, I, this is something I've always like. I've always asked our guests, what is it? Like it's just I can't really put my finger on it. I think maybe it's different for everybody, but there's something like, why did you unplug from The Matrix? What makes you so special? What makes you so special, Jason? <laughs> I, don't, I don't I
0: think I still you, have the repetitive content that I live out. Like I've been watching so many truthers. I became a truther, but that's sort of yeah. white magic, right? You, yeah, you focus yeah. you focus on what you want to be. But in classical conventional psychology, they say 30% cannot be brainwashed simply because they went through this very painful rite of passage from child to adult. So Mm. when you actually take responsibility for your own life, which was taught directly in ancient cultures, you can transfer to the point where group pressure or the pressure to conform to the herd is absent from your decisions. You still feel it's not absent for pressure, but you know right from wrong. Very important to know right from wrong and go through that painful rite of passage. So 30% have done the rite of passage. It used to be a hundred percent in most societies, yeah. but only have 30 today. There's 30% who get put under mind control right away because they've never taken that rite of passage ever. Yeah. They're, they're dependent. Yeah. They're left-leaning folks. They want someone else to run their lives. They want to live as, as the forever child uh, where they have everything's fun and I mean, I'm originally from Canada, I'll say North America. (laughs) Everybody thinks it's the first right amendment to have fun. If you ever ask them, why don't you just stay in on a Friday night and accomplish this goal that's eating at you, the spiritual voice that you're always ignoring? They lose their mind. They absolutely lose their mind. And those people are the 30% that are under mind control right away. They'll do whatever the TV tells them to do because they can't stand. That uh, you know, Jim and Jane Coffee Shop might have a mm. bad thing to say about them. It buckles them, just like a child would be, would be buckled when when an adult would chastise them, because they yeah. have no backbone
1: you know i was going to ask you about that one of the questions i wrote was how important you think rites of passages are for people to wake up because this, this that's one of the things i do think i you know i was kind of kind of thinking about like this whole rite of patching right and we, we don't have that in um in this society at all especially well, I guess men and women do need it, but I was looking at this. It was like a National Geographic, and they have these men. They have the. They um, have you seen this? They they wear these um, woven gloves, and they sew these ants, these uh, bullet ants into them, and then they make the men wear the gloves, and do this dance. And so they 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 put the ants in like this um, solution, and it like knocks them unconscious. And then they sew the ants in the gloves, and then they revive the ants, and they put the gloves on, and. and they have to do this at least 12 times in their lifetime to become a man to be respected as a man and if they don't go through it they uh they don't uh they're not they're they're looked on upon as beta males and not like worthy of society can't find a woman all that stuff you know and but it's it's some kind of pain right the physical pain and uh, a Westerner did it. It was, it's a poor guy. I felt bad for him because he's explaining what he's going through and he's like delirious. He's like crying. And, and, and um, he's basically like, I think when you kind of have that pain, you maybe disassociate from yourself or you kind of link to the spirit world or you have some kind of epiphany. And I mean, everything is, you know, we're just, we're just made to be comfortable in this society, With TV, you push a button, food comes to your door. We don't even know where our food comes from, who grows it. You know, we're so disconnected and and so cared for that. We don't have these rites of passages. And I think that weakens our spirit.
0: Oh, it's designed to weaken the spirit. I mean, that's why we don't have them is because you can rule children really easily, right? Weak, overweight and sick children. And everybody's in a comfort coma. But again, these aren't choices. People, they think they're choices they're actively making. But the whole slave camp that we live within, it's all pre-manufactured. We're surrounded by poisons. They legalized um, smoking marijuana. Like marijuana in Canada is coast to coast now, completely legal. The Canadian government came out uh, four years ago, said that the, healthy, the new healthy alcohol guidelines is 15 drinks per week for men, 10 for women. They're just trying to poison people. Now I could think of a better rite of passage other than the bullet ends and the gloves. But (laughs) in Sparta, they used to take the 14 year old men and just put them outside the city walls and they have to survive for seven days on their own. So the mother is not there to do the bedtime, to do the food, to do the clothing, to remind. So if this boy doesn't take the rite of passage and sits around the gray wolves will eat them where am I going to sleep I'm going to have to sleep in the trees, I'm going to have to kill something for food or I'm going to be someone else's food so the rites of passage used to just take, take the, the mother used to take care of the child, then the child has to take care of themselves, and make the decisions themselves so if you if you can teach a boy. To start making decisions themselves that benefit the long-term life expectancy that they're going to uh, enjoy here on the planet. That's that's what a, pri- a proper rite of passage is. But today, that's what the government is always doing. They're creating safe spaces. They're passing mm-hmm. kids who don't deserve the pass. Mm-hmm. They're, they're they're giving everybody participation medals. And what that does is it's not a chance happening it's not a misunderstanding of the science it's a weaponization of the science because if a kid comes sixth out of six runners that pain can transform transform him into a man and they're stealing that and they're stealing that purposely because they want everybody to be the forever child yeah
1: with the participation trophies and that stuff too it's like right
0: Yeah. And passing kids. I mean, if a kid fails and all their friends are in a different class, it can create enough pain for he can be the best studier. And even though I don't agree with government schools. Yeah, the indoctrination camps. They <laughs> yes, it exactly.
1: That's why I left. <laughs> he, yeah.
0: he, he can parlay that lesson he learned into future success for himself to be a more independent human being. So whether it's getting unemployment in Canada, when you know, you're the one that got yourself fired. And everything is yeah. about making sure there's no pain. It's a painkilling society. That's why the alcohol is involved. That's why the caffeine is everywhere. No one wants to feel the pain. No one wants to do the, the dark night of the soul. Mm-hmm. No one, Everybody wants That's to tranquilize. Right? So they're always running. They, If you show pain to the average North American, they can't even handle a sliver without crying out that they're mm. offended that they need someone else to fix the problem, someone phone the government, they want no responsibility for their own life. And that's a society. That's a society you can bulldoze at any time. Oh, totally. They're they're bulldozing them right now.
1: I talk about it. I talk I did a live just talking about um, I was I mentioned that, you know, with the microaggressions and racism and stuff, how like, you know, a lot of the people, you know, went through slavery. And then black people are like crying about like, somebody looked at me wrong or somebody called me the N word. Somebody called me nigger and I'm, now I turned to dust, you know, like, <laughs> I was like the ancestors would be so like humiliated by just how like weak minded these people are. It's kind of laughable, you know, you're just like, what? Like they went through all this stuff and, and I, I don't, I don't even focus on that, but you know, a lot, but I, I just, you know, people that want to talk about microaggressions and how they're oppressed, you know, in, in, in the year 2020 is bull, is bullshit, you know? So
0: Yeah, they're just because it's disempowering, right? They're disempowering them. They're, they're showing them, they're, they're telling them that these small protests, um, you know, can make them better people, but that's not even one one hundredth of a percent of the power that the average human has it's it's you shouldn't be focusing on yeah. that you should be focusing on the positive because all brainwashing and mind control is positive or repetitive content yeah so even when you're involved with kind of pseudo negative content that's repetitive like you were discussing it really has a big impact on your behavior
1: yeah definitely mm-hmm. i wanted to go back a little bit you said uh, you criticize marijuana but i know people who you know say including myself i've well Um, that have been healed from marijuana. So you think it's entirely bad for you? I think it's the abuse of marijuana that makes it bad.
0: Well, I know that the research shows it damages the hippocampus. And there's always more to anything the government endorses. I'm very suspicious of for what should be obvious reasons. But it wasn't
1: for a while.
0: Yeah, but you're right, it wasn't for a while. And it's sold as the legalization of marijuana coast to coast in Canada is sold as a public victory against the government that finally they've caved in pretty, I'm not too sure if anybody understands who they're dealing with, they don't cave in unless there's a benefit for them. And the big Mm -hmm. benefit is the hippocampus is damaged. Now the hippocampus is the part of the brain that can recognize and react to danger. So if I'm in the purple robe and the king, and I can damage that guy's brain function and make him think that he's he's made the decision himself, not the repetitive content of Cheech and Chong, or Brad Pitt and Reservoir Mm -hmm. Dogs and all the repetitive content that glorified the use of marijuana. So you can make the person believe that their decision to use marijuana is organic, and I can get them damaging their own hippocampus when danger is afoot. They have lost the part of the brain that recognizes and reacts to it.
1: Well, what about, um, is it THC or CBD?
0: It's THC and it's only through smoking. The uh, edible versions don't have the hippocampus damaging effect.
1: Interesting. Yeah, because my, my boyfriend's a fighter and he's had some concussions and stuff. And and he, you know, he, but he works out all the time. He does breath work. He does Wim Hof like ice baths. He's, you know, he's very alert and very, he's not really, he's not with the stereotypical like, oh, I'm gonna smoke every day. But you know, for him, it's had major benefits for healing him. Um, so I just wanted to ask that. And I also want to ask about coffee enemas, because I know this part of the Gerson protocol and I've I've used them. <laughs> for some yeah. issues, oh, that, so some issues that I have. So it's the consumption of coffee too, right? That's bad. But if you use it as an enema, what are your thoughts on that?
0: <laughs> well, de- but basically the caffeine does not get absorbed in anywhere near the quantity when it's done rectally. Okay. And the b- huge benefit of coffee enemas is it's a very quick way to detox.
1: Yeah. It pulls it's, it out. It binds yeah, to the yeah. Well, basically, to the, toxins, the right?
0: caffeine travels up the portal vein from the colon up to the liver. And the liver doesn't like the caffeine. So when the, I can feel it. I do them quite often. Mm-hmm. When You have to lie on your right side. And yeah. when, you can feel when the caffeine hits the liver. The liver has a bit of a freak out. And you hear this gurgling and you can feel it just under your rib cage. And that's the liver kind of excreting in a very violent way, the toxins that are around it or connected uh, to the gallbladder. Yeah. So so it's the thing about detox is just, you got to sweat, get stuff out more and Mm -hmm. then take in less toxins. And a lot of people, I tell people, look, if you're healthy, start doing the coffee enema when you're healthy. Because when you're really sick, and if you don't detox on a regular basis, you will be sick eventually. You probably won't have the energy or the courage to try a coffee edema unless you're because you didn't try it when you were healthy. So try a coffee enema when you're healthy get the proper protocol you don't use hot coffee like don't try it on your own just make sure you get the proper protocol so yeah. you know what side to lie on how hot the coffee should be what kind of coffee you use There's special coffee for coffee enemas it's yeah. not the same coffee <laughs> not the ones with all the pesticides in. <laughs> yeah it's not the Starbucks or Tim yeah. Hortons so I tell people it's Folgers. highly effective <laughs> yeah. you will find yeah. after you're done your coffee enema your joints won't hurt anymore. You'll sleep like a baby. The headaches will go away. It's just because you're toxic and all the toxins are accumulating in your body.
1: Yeah. It's, um, it's interesting. I'm glad I almost, I didn't write that in the question, but that was in the back of my head. Cause I remember you, you, like when I was came across your coffee information, I was like, well, coffee enemas are good. So I think a lot of two, like, of like with marijuana and, and coffee and some of the stuff can be used if it's used correctly, it could be used for your benefit, but it's the same thing. That's the way that they market it to us, Um, you know, and and people also use stuff at coffee, um, weed, you know, as a way of like escaping their problems and not dealing with stuff, you know, so. Yeah, I
0: just tell people, you do what you want, but as you get older, you have more experience. So if I meet you at 50 and I met you at 30, You should be wealthier, you should be healthier, you should be happier because you have 20 more years under your belt to trial and error your way to a better life. And if you're not in a bit like what, I'm gonna meet you at 50, you're more poor, you're more, you're heavier. Yeah. You know, you're more addicted. Yeah, your relationships suck more. You're supposed to get wise with the experience of life. So If you're getting worse as your experience on the planet grows, you can be sure that the what you're living out is lies. Because you know Yeah, go on.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you up Because go on.
0: No, no, that's lies bring pain and truth brings pleasure. I mean, fire burns, and I don't care how much you believe it cools or you know. You walk (laughs) off a ten-story building, that's going to hurt. You can't bend reality like that. Okay, you're not going to walk off. So if you believe fire cools, or that uh, you you can put your hand in a hornet's nest, and it's going to feel great, you're going to have some problems. So if you you might think wine is good in moderation, I'm telling you, that's a lie. I'm telling you that they've done that purposely. There is no science behind that, that red wine is healthy that alcohol is healthy in a moderation. They actually put for every ounce of alcohol you consume, I think you die eight minutes sooner, and, every yeah. ounce.
1: But they'll, they'll do stuff and say, oh, was, was it resveratrol? They're like, oh, there's resveratrol yeah. in like in wine. And it's good for you, but it's like a drop. <laughs> barely, yeah, 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 but, but yeah. it's
0: also in grapes. So why don't you just have the organic yeah, exactly. grapes because everybody's yeah. looking for, for that excuse. excuse to do, yeah. number one, dull their pain of their shitty life. or or to fit in with the herd because human behavior is simple most humans do what they're doing because other humans are doing it so there's a big uh genetic push to fit in like if everybody else is drinking wine uh you want to now the biggest repetitive imprint for wine drinking is communion 52 weeks a year Uh, yeah the red one and people don't even understand that that's why the most popular alcohol in the world is red wine because all the Christians are getting drunk. Oh my
1: it. God. I didn't think about it. I'm Catholic too. Technically yeah. I'm Catholic. I'm a practicing Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Because
0: if you, Forgot it's been everything. shown, you know how many repetitive imprints it takes to change someone's behavior in the behavior modification realm.
1: Is it 22? It's two. What? Two. Two. What? Two.
0: So it can change wow. your behavior in two repetitions. All you need is two. I mind control my friends all the time with two repetitions <laughs> or more, I get them to yeah. do stuff for me, they don't even know why they're doing it, because I know how their brain works. And they don't. So it takes two. So can you imagine going to, uh, like, maybe going to communion twice a week for seven years, and right. you get yeah. 100 and 104 repetitions of red wine consumption, of course, you're going to drink red wine, because that's why it's in the ceremony yeah. to begin with.
1: That's wow! It's that's really good insight. You know, when I I told you before, I don't know if I mentioned it during the interview, but I told you before we start, I was a teacher, and I start thinking about the indoctrination process too. And I'm like, look, these people have your kids' minds for uh, five days a week, nine months out of the year, for almost 18 years. And, you know, by the time, and then the parent has worked so hard by the time they get home, all they, they might have time to help their child with their homework and go to bed. And then it's the same thing. So really the, the school, the system, they have their, their child's mind more for more time than they do. Yeah. Look
0: and look what they're teaching
1: them. Yeah, and look what's happening now. And a lot of my friends who are even awake, you know, I would say, but their kids have gone to public school now. Like their their kids are wearing the mask. I've I've known people that whose children have gotten vaccinated behind their back. You know, it's just it's horrific. You know, I would not I would not be putting my kid in school. Absolutely (laughs) not. I mean,
0: if you want trouble for the rest of your life, don't. You know, if you want your kid to be a mess and you always on the job trying to rehab your kid to the time you pass away, public school is the pathway you want to follow because public school will absolutely. I mean, there's no, they've documented what public school is for. You can get that information online. John Taylor Gatto's book online called weapons of mass instruction. School Charlotte, Charlotte
1: is
0: Charlotte is 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 the uh, deliberate dumbing down of, of America. Yeah. And, School is designed to destroy your kids, so you can't argue with it because the people who run the schools actually documented that the the purpose of public schooling is to destroy your children. And if you don't know that, you might want to come up, uh, get that free PDF on the internet, John Taylor Gatto's book, Weapons of Mass uh, Instruction.
1: Or do you start destructions or oh no instruction, instruction. You're right. weapons you're instruction. of mass instruction, instruction you're right I'm yeah sorry. not
0: destroy it's a, it's a, yeah, 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 a, it's
1: it's a play on words i guess sorry my, words, my yeah. i'm like being a pedantic. Yeah, you're back
0: in the 9 11 days And
1: right yeah so i want to say um a huge litmus test i think in the truth movie is to find out deep someone has gone um uh, to find out how deep someone has gone down the rabbit hole is to is where they stand on vaccines because i've literally experienced experience you were like you know with people like yeah 9-11 was an inside job and you're like yeah vaccines destroy lives and they're like no 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 vaccines save lives what are you talking about i'm not an anti-vaxxer and how do you feel about i don't mind being called an anti-vaxxer i i hate them to the fuck in court. Like I don't like I'm hardcore. When I when I used to date, I would be like first day. Anti-vaccines are BS. I'm not doing it, you know. And but there are people that have an issue with that word. They don't like to be called that. And I I, I know that they they're using it as a pejorative. And I just own it. And just I don't really care what people think. <laughs> I just own it. I'm like yeah, so what? And this is why. Where I I it's kind of annoying me too. Where I'm seeing a lot of people if they criticize vaccines, they have to say this thing like you know. Like a, like a preamble, like when people say Muhammad and Islam and they say, peace be upon him, they have to, before they criticize vaccines, they have to do a spiel about how great they are and what a miracle they are, you know, they've saved lives and they're a great, in, they're the greatest invention of history, but, you know, there's this one little problem and I'm not an anti-vaxxer, it drives me crazy. So, sorry, I know that was a lot.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, that's good. I, I've done the research on vaccines and you can look up my article, Um Hundreds of medical professionals coming forward to warn about the dangers of vaccines. I know it's a long article title, but I have 34 documentaries in that uh, in that article, and I think about a a hundred and 120 book uh, references as well that people can buy their own books. I've researched vaccines up and down. They do not confer. They've never been proven to increase immunity or resistance to disease in real world populations they have been proven to pass their own testing in regards to producing antibodies. So in the cases of all these vaccines, if you inject someone with the material, they can find a reaction to the material. They'll call that an antibody and they'll say because there was a reaction and an antibody was produced, even though they don't really know what an antibody is, that means the person's immune and then it's passed. But none of the experiments have taken say a hundred people giving them the flu vaccine and Mm -hmm. watching the hundred people over two years to see if they got the flu. Those are not the experiments that have ever been done. It has only been to inject people with material, see if the body mounts a reaction, say the reaction increases immunity. And then the, the, the study is shut down. Now there, Dr. Tony Bark gave a very good example where she went to the Washington legislature and said in Corpus Christi, Texas, there was 100% or near 100%, 99% vaccine uptake in the student body with the measles vaccine, they all got the measles. And then Mm. they also took their blood, which is rare. And they all had the measles antibody to the measles vaccine. So how did they get the measles? It's because they've been lying the whole time. Antibodies have nothing to do with immunity. Yes, the molecule they call an antibody has nothing to do with immunity. If I punch you in the face and you develop a reaction or a bruise, does not mean you're immune to my next punch. Yeah. It it just means you were damaged. Yeah. And so reactions don't equate that the body is working good to make you immune from the next attack. And all the vaccines, they're all the same category as the TV, the Starbucks, the McDonald's, Mm. the Teflon pens, the microwaves, you believe the lies, they are all weapons of war. You cannot, you cannot farm lions, you can only farm lambs. The people who rule us are in the, you know, are in the business of governance. And the weaker you are, and the more stunned you are, the more overweight and depressed and left leaning and dependent and childlike you are for the rest of your life, the easier you are to rule. The toxic Teflon Microwave foods have been studied to cause an immune reaction like you're poisoned. Um, The baby monitors you put near your head's kids have been proven to cause infantile brain cancers because they have so much EMF transmission. It doesn't matter. Like don't- The sonograms. The the sonogram, yeah. (laughs) The Pitocin,
1: (laughs) like everything. The the the
0: ultrasounds are not sound, they're radiation.
1: Yes, so people can get confused
0: don't get confused, folks, the people who rule you, either throughout your life, and throughout different generations, they all, they see you as two things, milking cattle, or beef cattle. And mm. right now, you're in the transition from them seeing you as milking cattle, to beef cattle, and you're going to live through it. And when if if you live through it, it'll never change, and it's, it hasn't changed for thousands of years on this planet. They milk you, and then they slaughter you, and then they tell the next generation that it was the Spanish flu or it was AIDS yes. that got that guy. They rewrite yeah. the history books, yes. right? Which is the same story.
1: script. They just change the, same, the words. They just change. The same, the they never, yeah,
0: because that's why but, history is his story,
1: right? Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. the
0: time they give you a new book, like if you were born. 50 years from now, they're saying, yeah, 4 billion people died in the COVID pandemic. And then what? And all all the digital books were burned, there's no evidence of yeah. it. But the mm-hmm. ruling group knows, this is the next group that we're gonna melt yeah. and slaughter. And the people, they have no idea what's coming. And then they're going to get their heads lopped off. And until we re- remove this evil group and start investigating are they really evil humans are they weak humans that are being polluted that be infiltrated by evil entities like what's going on with their obsession with killing things that are alive hurting children having sex with children what's going on with these humans and logically look at it rationally look at it why are why is why are some of these people And why do we allow them to walk in broad daylight? Why do we honor them? And we have to study ourselves. Why do we vote for them? Why do Mm. we stand in line and demand psychopaths rule us? And why do we hurt ourselves with alcohol? And why do we hurt ourselves with junk food? And why do we call food not fit for a maggot to consume on a Friday night? Why do we call it a treat or or a reward? Yeah. Like what is going on? Maggots with are us? like
1: no. Yeah, maggot
0: <laughs> wouldn't even eat McDonald's, right? I mean, mold yeah. won't even eat McDonald's, yeah. and that's proven. Mold. Yeah, lands. I know. I've
1: seen that. Yeah, like a year later, right? The hamburger that was like completely. And someone's intact. like, "Oh,
0: the the mold didn't eat it." And I said, "Hold on, the mold did try to eat it and died eating it." and then you're feeding <laughs> it to your kids that's why the mold's not on yeah. it it died when it tried to eat it
1: Dang. Pe- yeah people Dang. don't
0: even understand and then they'll say something like don't like whatever you do jim don't give uh the dog mcdonald's he'll shit on the floor and throw up and i'll have to clean it and then they'll give the same burger to their kids so
1: like, yep right. the mold was like mm, hamburger <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> like and crazy. then you, you could pour a can of coke into yeah. any plant in your house wake up the next day it is that's, dead
1: oh cokes like yeah that's and just... then people
0: are drinking coke dying can't you coke. run your
1: a car off of coke or something you can run machines you, off you, of
0: coke? you can clean industrial equipment with coke We've, and you can clean yeah. the dirtiest toilet with coke any stains it'll be gone
1: and Dang, this yeah. is the
0: average person has to understand that whatever i'm talking about it's not a misunderstanding of the science. Stop making excuses. Your mind can you as a, you know, this is to your audience, everybody's mind controlled to pursue this stuff and poison ourselves and go through these rituals where we disempower ourselves and poison ourselves, poison ourselves more as we try to get better, like eat That's McDonald's, crazy. get sick, go to the doctor, yeah. get more poison. Um, this, this has to stop. And then we have to find the people in a logical way. And we don't need governance, right? We can govern ourselves. We can be moral. We can be ethical ourselves. We can be the government that we beg the government to be. We could just be it ourselves. We can yeah. we can protect ourselves. We can rule ourselves. And if someone wants to build a road, I mean, the government doesn't build the roads now anyway. My friend owns one of the road companies. Not owned not the government. The government pays him to Your build private, the roads. Yeah. And if you wanted to build a bridge and there was no government, you, you crowdfund it. Yeah. And then, and then the huh. rich people, if you got a hundred percent of your money, so this is what people got to understand. You got a hundred percent of your income. Of course you got money to crowdfund a bridge. And there's always some, you know, high ego, you know, males like myself with hundred percent of my income that would generously give a million dollars for a bridge. And then my buddy would give two just to show me up. We'd have that bridge built in no time. <laughs> Yeah. You know, a bunch yeah. a bunch of men trying to outdo each other and getting the proper respect yeah. we need because we have hundred percent of our money. We and we could we could get doctors we could tell the doctors, look. I'll give you three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a year. That's what you make right now, and you yeah. don't have to come to work. I'll pay you the whole time to stay at home. You only come to work when people are sick. I'll tell the nurse the same thing. You make one hundred and twenty a year. Okay, now going forward, you stay at home the whole day same paycheck, unless people are sick. You tell every, you tell the cops the same thing. You tell the teachers the same thing. You you say, you only have to come into the cop station, if there's a crime, other than that, I'll pay you to stay at home. You want to see how fast this world changes. The doctors mm-hmm. would throw the pot machines out. They would throw yeah. the donut machines out. They wouldn't give medications because every medication comes with a hundred side effects. They, they, they know they're going to be stuck at work? They're going to say, you, tell me what you're eating. You won't even have to teach the doctors any new curriculum because the doctors who get stay with the old curriculum will be the only ones at the hospital and everybody else will be on the golf course. And this is how we can build our society back.
1: Yeah. And that's, you know, that's like the Chinese philosophy, old Chinese philosophy of medicine. You pay your doctor to keep you well, basically, you know,
0: you you only pay, you only pay them when you're sick. Right. So that's what, that's what people have to start doing is giving some sort of impedance to where someone fails their prime directive. Doctors should be punished for making their patients more sick, and they should also be rewarded. Uh, with huge bonuses when everybody in their practice is healthy and never comes in
1: yeah yeah definitely I mean it's so easy we have these these pro- these problems in our society are so easy to fix and they're you know but we I know that there's something sinister going on because when people try and bring solutions to these problems they're like shot down literally or either yeah, careers are shut down you know it's 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 crazy I just wanted to ask you you um, what is your perspective on Freemasonry? And I also, we can probably, you can probably answer this in one question. I heard a quote yesterday millionaires don't consider psychology. No, I mean, astrology, but billionaires do. Are you know, very knowledgeable about a wide array of, of topics? So have you ever studied um, astrology? And if so, have you applied it to your life?
0: I've still, I haven't applied that those patterns to my life personally, but I know there's patterns in sort of the universal energy system. And I know if you can, and everything's repetitive. So a lot of people do follow it in regards to investments or relationships. Mm -hmm. And I I know there's a drift, there's a drift in that direction again, because you can actually feel what works and what doesn't work. Mm -hmm. I know in my own life, uh, there's very weird things going on. There's too many coincidences. <laughs> I'm meeting people. I'm thinking about, I'm running into like, there's something bizarre going on beyond what we're taught. Like there's this veil of reality and there's all this energy magic behind it. So I, I do see yeah. this drift and natural curiosity. People are going into the energy sciences, the quantum physics And sort of the the magic of everything. And because they're getting good results with it. And it's fascinating that you can change your life by just being positive, repeating positive Mm. phrases to yourself. I do that for a living. And I tell you whatever I repeat. Um, I, I could tell you stories that they're fantastical about what I can conjure up simply by thinking about it and focusing some energy on it. So I don't think that's the same as astrology. But what I'm trying to say is, there's repetitive patterns throughout history, and there's a, there's truth in there if you can if you can analyze the patterns.
1: And um, what? How about Freemasonry? What is your perspective, or what is your uh, thoughts on I th-
0: that? I think, like everything else, Freemasonry used to be good. I believe the medical system mm. at one time was good. I believe the religious system was good. I believe yeah. the educational system was good. These clowns. No, evil does not show up dressed as as itself and says, hey, I'm here. Yeah, (laughs) they they have to infiltrate. They have to infiltrate like the Navi, like we talked about in Avatar, the movie. They always come with these disguises. So the Freemasons were probably a good organization at one time and were hijacked by the Knights Templar. And they said, this is a good organization, we can hide in here. And then we can teach our magic, and we can manipulate minds through our word magic inside their teachings. And it was taken over. I believe the church was the same. There's not a lot of churches or pastors or priests or whatever you call them, deacons, whatever these titles are, there's no one speaking up about killing of children. The Sean is killing and crippling children, causing spontaneous abortions. Do we hear anything? We would have hundreds of years ago because a good man of the cloth would understand his job is to... A good man of the class knows that evil will take many disguises as you give it. And you can, by their fruits, you shall know them. When you see kids dying from a vaccination through heart attack, aneurysm, blood clot, peripheral stroke, you know that evil is afoot. And doctors are are programmed, they're robotic, they're Mm -hmm. becoming like robots. By their fruits, you shall know them. And so I imagine all of these organizations and institutions were good at one time, just like most people used to be good and moral and ethical at one time, but you see the decay of that. You see people today under paycheck mind control killing and crippling children, yeah. killing seniors, injecting seniors with an it's an authorized but unapproved vaccination that has a disastrous track record. I believe but they're
1: also drugged. I think I'm not like, you know, um, defending it, but that, I think that's another level. I used to be a medical. I was a medical career at the start of Corona and I would travel to many hospitals in Texas, like 10 or more a week. And I would go places where I, I had a badge. Nobody asked me for a badge. They were all like on caffeine and, and like, or on some, you know, pills to help them sleep or stay up and they just everybody just kind of just had this like zombie zombified look in their eyes too Yeah,
0: but yeah and who's pulling the strings there who's writing the script
1: <coughs> yeah. who's
0: giving the protocols for remdesivir and yeah. all these other sort of fatalistic drugs that put people on this uh, pathway to an accelerated death we're, we're allowing evil people to rule us and we have to remember what's moral what what's ethical what's just and what's right this is where we're going they've infiltrated the organization with very few people we can re you know we can re-infiltrate our own institutions with good moral and ethical people we really have to start focusing on that biblical phrase by their fruits you shall know them Mm -hmm. and even ourselves i've seen a lot of christian you know 300 pound christian agreeing with me and i'm like you got to check your own behavior Oh,
1: totally. And, you you yes. know, if,
0: if you're eating McDonald's, and you know, you cannot fight the system when the system is inside of you. Rule yeah. number one, right? So don't let you know, yes, the man yes. who cast the first stone, whatever phrase that is, you know, everybody start looking at themselves and cleaning their own house. Yeah, clean, clean their own house. I mean, if you're Against the the medical establishment or the medical industrial complex, and you're even taking a Tylenol, an aspirin, anything like that. You got to check your own behavior. What do you think your five, ten, fifteen? What what do you think your two hundred dollars uh, a uh, a year in Tylenol goes to? It goes to fund the attack on you and your children.
1: Yeah. So yeah.
0: Defund the defund these criminal organizations that are attacking you, your family. Your kids, your community, and everything like that. Stop yeah. part, like stop the wine drinking because all if you like the biggest alcohol producers, Charles Broffman from Montreal, a known co-cabal, uh, cabal core, uh, cabal co organization. You know, where do you think they give the money? They take the money. Alcohol profits are massive. I think it's forty to one. When you when you look at the profit to expense of doing it and Brofman, he's not going to keep it for himself. He's going to kick it back to the cabal. And then they're going to attack your kid with critical race theory, uh, 200 genders this year, uh, laws that take your kids away. If you don't endorse their gender change, they're just attack after attack after attack. You have to wake up and start defunding the system.
1: But yeah, and seeing with the media, the same media that brainwashes you is funded by corporations that poison you, <laughs> you know, uh, it, 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 <laughs> yeah. like if you don't get out of it, I'll yeah. <laughs> know because
0: I'll, I'll meet you and your face will all be deformed, your body will be deformed, you'll have yeah. no money, you'll be in a wheelchair, you're really happy that the government's paying for a new wheelchair ramp for you and your crippled husband, <laughs> yeah. I'll know if you're doing this or not, Yeah, you know, so you got to do it yourself, you got to more right leaning, more independent, more you got to, you know, take responsibility for your own life, generate your own income, mow your own lawn, make your yeah. own money, and get to the right. The right is where there's safety. The left is where they're going to grind you in a hamburger patty, whether you're on a welfare payment or working for the government. They're trying to vaccinate the welfare recipients and the yeah. government employees faster than anybody. They're trying to kill their own because evil spares no one. Evil yeah. spares
1: do you are you gonna um have conversations about your daughter with this about this stuff? Or are you just gonna like keep her away from all of it? Like how are you doing that? Knows as a all pet? of
0: it. She oh, knows she's that gonna
1: be a, a super or junior. She, she,
0: <laughs> knows, she and she knows to keep her mouth shut, right? She knows when when they're like yeah. the vaccines are available at the school. My daughter would be like, they're trying to kill the kids, and they're trying to. <laughs> But she's not trying- like gonna
1: be in school. No, oh no, like-
0: she yeah. no, she's in school because she's a single child. I have a wife as well who uh, wants social action, uh, social interaction with my yeah. daughter. So I'm only one half of the parenting equation. Not yeah. all parents are, are awakened uh, together at the same time. We're not on the same path. But the fact is, my daughter does know all these things. She, know, she would know if there was an announcement at the school that the vaccine yeah. clinic was visiting. She knows it's going to be a voluntary kill. She knows that you can't charge anybody criminally yeah. if you volunteer for your own genocide oh, or awesome. euthanasia. She knows all of it. She knows vaccines are never proven to increase immunity and that she knows when she says no, that she will feel the pressure, the group-based pressure to comply. She knows where the group-based pressure comes from and she knows how to fight it.
1: You know, I want to raise my kids in the forest. <laughs> That's yeah. why I think. Might, like, the more the I'm from, like, I'm just put tape on their eyes and just raise them in the forest.
0: It might be the only option going forward. <laughs> we all might meet in the forest. I don't want to live in the forest, but I might be next year because I don't know really where this is going. It's going. But we're trying, we're all trying to do our best. And uh, even I tell a person, uh, you're smoking a pack of cigarettes, you're going on a half a pack, you're doing a good job. you go yeah, down on a quarter yeah. pack, a little- you're doing, do, do some little stuff, go to Baby some organic, steps, yeah. yeah, organic shampoo, maybe uh, do some push ups, do some body squats before you go to, yeah. you know, join up for the gym, just start taking some pride in the life that God gave you and then you'll yeah. take pride in, and then you'll condition yourself to be offended when you see life being extinguished by this evil force.
1: Exactly. And it's just like, you know, with the mass thing, if people aren't going to stand up for their ability to breathe, then they're going to be, you know, they're they're taking people's way people's rights away to be able to breathe freely. So those people aren't going to stand up for themselves or anybody if they're, you know, they're not gonna if, stand up for the air that they can breathe, you know. If
0: you Symbolic. if you're, if you're gonna take a knee to someone controlling your breath, you have already facilitated a neurological pathway where they could end you breathing and you're already halfway there because you gave them control over your breath. Psychologically, it's called the lane of traffic technique. Maybe they want you to stop breathing altogether, but that's nine lanes of traffic away from where you are. And if you told someone here that their end goal was to make you stop breathing, you would say that's crazy, but then they bump you one lane of traffic with the mask, then they bump you Mm. with two, Mm. then they say you can't sing. And then, then, and then they say you're yeah. you're a walking virus generator. Well, how many lanes of traffic are they away from convincing you that you might want to volunteer for euthanasia to save the world from your virus-infected breath? You're, you're, you're yeah. a couple lanes of traffic away. Be careful where they're bumping you because evil spares no one and evil uses the lane of traffic technique to take you from some logical place of reasoning all the way over to illogical. I mean- in Canada, I think it was eight years ago, the Toronto Star ran a um, a story saying, is pedophilia uh, a sexual orientation? So <laughs> here they go. Oh, yeah, they
1: had the two TED Talks. Did you see that? They had yeah. two TED Talks. And then yeah, Salon yeah. did an article on that, too.
0: Absol- absolutely.
1: Sympathizing. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: And, the, and, it's, and it's all about trying to normalize what the demons want right yeah yeah. like the demons like sex with kids so they're going to use their their controlled you know human meat suits and media kick you over a couple lanes of traffic you're like yeah pedophilia not so like what do you why do you think demons like to have sex with kids you might want to investigate that yeah Yeah. it's an energy vampirism and everything's Mm -hmm. energy and that's why everybody's drifting over there because the science doesn't have any like if you analyze pedophilia through psychology, it makes very little sense. But if you go over to Ener- energy magic and, and you have a like a, a, not a witch, but someone who is experienced in black magic tell you about the energy transfer down mm-hmm. the penis and out of the body of the, of the rape victim, then you're like, I don't know what I just heard, but for some reason, this seems to make a lot more sense than what this guy's saying over here. And this is what's going on is, the people ruling us work in this area, the energy realm.
1: I, I was going to ask you if you thought that um, psychology and magic are indistinguishable, but it kind of seems like uh, that maybe psychology is like the cliff notes or like the PR for the magics. Or yeah. Maybe it, ev-
0: everything's about to hide the magic and what, why they're doing yeah. what they're doing. Right. It's, it's. Controlling humans and and giving a a very base foundation or a base explanation of why that can that can be done. But if you start looking at energy magic, there are other explanations.
1: Definitely. for sure. Two more things, I promise. One more. Did you say you had a flu reaction, a, a, a shot to a reaction to a flu shot?
0: Yeah, I wanted to be so when I was 24, I opened my big business. And I was like a big financial success. And I wanted to take my part in the community and get to the top of the ruling pyramid where all the celebration and hot ladies were. So I, I thought yeah. doing exactly what I, I was told would get me up to the pyramid fast enough. So, oh, there's a flu shot campaign. So I go to take my flu shot at 26. I, I tell people, look, I was so sick. I called my lawyer and said, you got to come take my will so that yeah. at least my company, I'll give it to my mom. You know, I'll wow. give it to my parents. Wow. So he came and he's like, yeah, you look like shit. And he, he wrote my will and took it back and, and got it notarized. And I had to sign it. And that's how sick. And I tell people, they almost got me. And I tell the cabal, nice try. Is, now, that,
1: what got, is that what got you looking into vaccines then? No, I had
0: no idea. I just thought, man, I'm sick. Got no, no, a no, but I mean,
1: a- afterwards, were you like, I need to start researching vaccines? No,
0: I didn't start oh. researching vaccines until probably seven years after that.
1: Wow. Yeah, I had no yeah, it's idea. So, it's so, yeah, me too, because I would always get sick after the flu shot. Yeah. And, and then I'm, but I just was like, yeah, I'm just not going to take the flu shot. And I was like, wait, I'm not getting sick. And I've had a lot of autoimmune issues myself. And yeah, it was, it was later. Cause I still, I was like, it's still so indoctrinated in this. It's like this religion. It's like the savior. It's like, there's Jesus. And then there's vaccines. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> but
0: it, it's very close. Cause I mean, they, the religion teaches a uh, life of suffering for benefit. Yeah. And vaccines teach the same thing that you must suffer for benefit. That's one of the very insidious mind viruses that is repetitively driven into us is that you must be suffering for a benefit to Mm. to manifest. So, you know, you you took the shot and I would have been more sick without it. If I you you hear the people talk (laughs) that that they would have been more sick if they didn't take the COVID shot because they can never consider. Exactly. They can never rationalize that everything they're living is a lie and you know, you come down to the decision. Do you want the lie, you know, or do you want the truth you don't know? It, and the, the way the human psychology works, <laughs> you'll take the lie that you do know over the truth you don't.
1: Yeah, and it's like people would be like, well, they'll be dying from COVID. And I mean, from the COVID vaccine, but they'll say, at least I didn't die of COVID, you know? Yeah, and no, <laughs> one's, died, and no one's
0: died of COVID because COVID doesn't exist. Know, and right? in Canada, we have the regular, like in Canada in 2020, we had the same 300,000 deaths. Uh, that we had in uh, 2019 and 2018, there's a base, there's a base death number, it's about 1% of the population die every year. And the average person just won't look into that we didn't have any extra deaths, we had the same deaths, uh, you know, regular deaths and regular groups at regular rates, reclassified as COVID shotgun wounds reclassified as COVID, car accidents reclassified as COVID, heart attacks reclassified as COVID. And I'll tell you a funny story is that I saw on the uh, Epic Times, they had an article that some nurses in Long Island were charged uh, giving fake vaccine certificates, fake vaccination certificates. And my first reaction was, they're all fake. No, yeah. one's, no, no, one's, <laughs> no one's being right? vaccinated. Because the classical definition, the conventional gene therapy, yeah, the conventional definition of vaccination is you become immune to a disease, and since no one's immune to the disease, and that's openly admitted to, every vaccination certificate is fake because no one's vaccinated. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Last question. I know you got to go work out Canada, the truckers, you're a Canadian. What are your thoughts? What are you seeing? We know that the media are pathological liars and they're not either lying by omission or they're saying that everyone's a crazy white supremacist. It's it's always, I guess technically I'm the white supremacist, you know, Anyway, yeah. what, what about your the, tr- on the trucker convoy? Well, I don't are think are they were baited.
0: I, I don't think they were baited into a trap. I think uh, the government used the the convoy to get to an agenda where they wanted to start seizing bank accounts. And I've talked about this already mm. in my podcast. Okay. This wasn't really a shock to me because I saw. I know that the governments are out of money because they've stolen the money. This is the thing. This is a lot. A lot about money. And basically, like my friends, they were nurses. And if they didn't take the shot, they're fired. Mm -hmm. And and that way, because we all get paid by the government in the nursing profession in Canada. uh, So when my friends got fired from being nurses, that's a savings to the government. So it's all about making Mm -hmm. sure to steal money because the government is out of money, could never repay it. And there's a bigger agenda. If anybody wants to know, like, where's the money or why they're firing nurses or trying to kill government employees, go listen to Catherine Austin Fitz talk, because she's Mm going to tell you that all the pensions are looted. They're already gone. So they got to get rid of the people the pensions are owed to. So basically, I saw when my friends were fired, not only did the government save their salaries, they weren't allowed to collect unemployment, a service they already paid into double saving. That's the first theft. That was the first theft. You're fired, so we're going to steal your money from the wage, and then you don't get your unemployment insurance for 36 weeks. So that's another theft. So I'm starting to see the government ramp up on the thieving of money that's actually owed or owned by other people. So this sort of freezing of bank accounts is the most dangerous precedent could ever be experienced in the Canadian Collective. Is because what they're going to do and what they're ramping up to do is literally re-attack in the fall because they're kind of, you know, they don't attack in the summer because of the ebbs and cycles of the sun. Okay, where Mm. everybody's more powerful in the sun. They wait till the sun Mm. starts going down and the darkness starts going up. They attack in the fall. Fall means fall down. OK, yeah. so they're going to attack the Canadians in the fall. And what's going to happen is they're saying, if you're not vaccinated, we're going to freeze your bank account. Now, people who are vaccinated would say, good, good. Get those I know. B- bad those vax- anti-vaxxers. anti-vaxxers. That's what
1: they get. They're trying to well, kill us all. It's right? everybody. They're <laughs> yeah. going
0: to kill everybody. Yeah, 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 and yeah. this is what the, the, the pro-vaxxers will find out is because once their four shot rolls around and they're paralyzed, their bank account because they'll say I won't take the fifth that's it and I'm like you're screwed now just like us because they're going to try and thieve yeah. the bank account because they need they're out of money because they've stolen all the money to build this uh, prison system around us for the last 30 years they're out of cash but there's so much cash in the bank accounts and in the investments and you know the assets of the Canadians the people running the show literally have to steal it all and so that's what, that's what we're seeing. The trucker convoy was not organized to get here, but it was a good, they said, let's do this. Let's start the thieving and the shutting downs of the bank account. Because the Toronto Dominion Bank in Canada, the Royal Bank in Canada, there's only about seven banks or eight banks in Canada. They're all part of the cabal they all they all dress as d- as differently is, yeah. yeah they're all they're all part of one that's why it's easy to phone td bank and say shut it down because you're just phoning your friend who's also part of the free masonic yeah. lodge
1: they're just like doo, 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 doo. yeah done <laughs> <They're, laughs> against yeah. the
0: law yeah. and they say don't worry judge judge cuomo will back you up you know because it's one the free masonic structure is was there already to take advantage of it because the free masonic structure already had within it the rule: If you disobey the order of a Freemason above you, you will be murdered.
1: So, um, is there a, so you don't think that there's any like uh, hope in what's going on or any positivity in what's going on with with the? I with think the, that the people. I don't.
0: I think it helps wake people up, and we might be able to get some critical mass. But the average Canadian's not going to like the question that's posed to them right now and in the future that question is, you have two choices, either you rise up and kill them, or they yeah. will kill you and your family. And yes. the public's conditioning is to allow anybody in the uniform to kill them, they believe psychically, this is somehow more acceptable than defending against a uniformed official.
1: That's right. That's right. But, they're not going to be stopped until they're stopped. That's what I talked right. about. So on the channel. I, I'm yeah. just a
0: realist. And
1: yeah, so this is the average
0: Canadian who, you know, is whacking off to porn, uh, smoking dope, drinking coffee, mm-hmm. uh, drinking wine on a Friday night and ordering some pizza. Are They're too, they can't even really get up and change the channel on their TV if they had to. Mm-hmm. And again, they weren't born that dependent. They were made that dependent. They were made that weak. They were made that diseased. And so we're in, it, we're in a bit of a bind, like we're really in a bit of a bind because that's the question that will be posed and has been posed by the cabal in 100 year cycles for the past 5000 years. Do you yeah. actually want to get up and destroy us? Or are you just going to take a knee and we're just going to bowl you over? Because mm-hmm. that's what's going on. Yeah, Th- that's definitely. what we're going to have to face. And I'm sorry to say that. I know a lot of people are hoping this is going to be solved by the government
1: dox but machina <laughs> or something right it, yeah
0: it's no one yeah. no one it, this is not going to be solved by the same crew that forced it on us in the first place all government is illegitimate yeah like what is the they're pro- gangsters yeah they're gangsters <laughs> yeah. And, you know they're the worst kind of mafia because it's all hidden under the table everything yeah. they and they steal your money like what percentage of your income is the rightful property of another person who doesn't work for that income. The answer is zero.
1: Zero, Yeah.
0: Okay. And this is what the average person, they have to reprogram really quickly. They have to become healthy. They have yeah. to, men have to gain their masculinity again, become a fighter like your, your boyfriend. And I women, do too,
1: a little bit. I do Just, just, just. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. we, we
0: might, we need, you know, the men go first though. I tell people men go first.
1: Yeah, no, you're right Front
0: of the line first males have to recapture their masculinity and what it means to be a male. And I go over that in a lot of my programs, but I have a specific program called the attack on males, and how men can find their way again, to show the brainwashing specifically on males, so that males can understand they are under psychic and chemical attack, and they got to pull their act together very, very quickly. uh, Because if we if the cabal win, in regards to the male, there will be very little alpha males left very few alphas left lot you know just betas and then the women will and children will be raped forever and a day so make sure your man recaptures his masculinity very very important this will not ever end the first step is men learning how to be men again and then we're right on the track we're right we're right going to the top of the mountain after
1: that and i I wouldn't even say even women connecting to their defined femininity because that's been stolen from us too they've you know um but anyway is there anything else you want to that you want to um promote before i uh, let you go I would just say
0: go to my website jchristoff.com where we uh christoph is christ with an off on the end and j is just the the, the one letter j and i have many programs offered on that website that use positive brainwashing so it's just there's just brainwashing yeah. so yeah. i can brainwash you to be a mess or i can brainwash you to be a success and it's the same mm-hmm. brainwashing techniques that the i i'll use the same ones and I'll make you a drooling zombie to be healthy, wealthy, and abundant.
1: Oh, I love it. And you're yeah, and your wonderful podcast, The Psychology of Freedom.
0: Yeah, I have got I was I was 10 days at Anarchapoco, Jeff Berwick's Anarchapoco in uh, Acapulco, Mexico. So I'm back now. I hopefully Craig went out. I'll have some fire to Yeah, breathe but you tomorrow. still
1: have so many episodes that are like <laughs> yeah, back up 100, you got 140
0: episodes on there now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, they should listen to that too. They're they're wonderful. And uh, I'm gonna try and go to Anacropopa next year. I'm really excited um to do that's that. That's awesome. So. It was great. Thank you, Jason, for your patience. And um I guess that's it. The interview ends here. And I will talk to you guys later. Peace, truth, love, guys. Bye-bye. Mwah.